0: A little after five, before I let you hear what uh, David and, uh, and Jeff Wilpon said today uh, after the, uh, and the emotional announcement, uh, I wanted to get someone on who obviously has been there with David and give you a good perspective on what David's gone through and everything else, and who better than Terry Collins. And uh, Boy, did we miss Terry Collins this year. I think everyone did. I think the Mets fans have. I think everyone has. Uh, I tell you, he did a great job when he was here, and uh, we sure miss having him around, but it's good to talk to him. Terry, welcome. How are you? Great, Mike. How you doing? My pleasure. How's, how, how are things? Everything good?
1: Everything's fine. Everything's good. I'm glad you're back on the air. And well, thank you. Uh, good. It's good to talk
0: to you. My pleasure. Now, listen. No, I know the esteem you held and the relationship you had with with David. But how about uh, what David's gone through? And I thought you, bet, than anyone who has been there with him, uh, you know, been there with him as his manager and everything else, give us an, an idea of everything that's gone on with David. Well, you
1: know, Mike. Everybody knows this kid's one of the finest guys you'll ever meet, in, in, in a baseball uniform or out of a baseball uniform. He's a first-class guy. Uh, but I saw, you know, I saw David at the end. Uh, I was with him actually two weeks before he, you know, during his rehab, right when he started playing games. And you saw the pain on his face. You saw the, you know, the the fact that every day he, when he came up, he, he wasn't sure, you know, if he could do it. And, and you, you listened to him talk as bad as he wanted to. He knew inside that he wasn't sure the body was going to hold up. And I thought during his press conference, you know, the, the fact that he's got those, his beautiful wife and those two little girls, I know that entered into a lot uh, in towards his decision. You know, he wants to continue to uh, to live a good life, with a, a quality life where the possibility of another injury might damage that.
0: How about, uh know, you did manage him, you know, good days, bad days, and everything in between. How about David Wright as a ball player?
1: Well, you know, Mike, I told David, 10 days ago, you know, I was fortunate enough to manage three hall of fame players. Uh, and this guy, none of those guys, uh, I mean, they were all great players, but David could do everything they did and possibly more. Uh, he was a complete player. He was a good base runner. He, you know, hit for power. He drove runs in, he was a brilliant third baseman. Uh, so there was nothing stopping him from, uh, becoming one of the greatest players that ever played this game. And, and you, you would Uh, combine that with the fact that he's just one of the finest human beings you'll ever meet. You know, this guy was a special young man in this organization. I'll tell you, Mike, as I'm I'm talking to you right now, if David Wright would have been in that clubhouse last year, things would have been different. That's his, his presence in that clubhouse. In, in the last three or four years has made a big difference in how that team has played.
0: You see him as a guy now. Some of these guys have so much money they don't want to manage, but do you see him as a guy who could be a manager someday if he wanted to be a manager?
1: If he wants to be a manager, he'd be an outstanding manager. He is a true, true leader. Mike, you know, he's not a big guy who does a lot of rah-rah stuff. What he does is his one-on-one ability to communicate with different guys about different situations, make him special. I mean, I saw him handle Matt Harvey during some tough times. And, you know, and, and when David Wright, you know, when he talks, people listen. I, I've told him many times, you know, he still has that presence. When he walks in, the, in that clubhouse, people look up. And that's who he is. And certainly this had to be a tough day for him.
0: Well, i tell you, I, I'm sure it was. And you could tell it really meant a lot to him, Terry, to go out and play again. Go out on that field again, and we know it's taken him a lot of time preparation-wise with his back to go through things, to stretch, to get out there, and all the work he's put in. But it's, I, I know that people who are close to him, and I don't consider myself close to him, but the people who are tell me it really means a lot to him to go back out on the field again.
1: I, I think it's a tremendous uh situation for david to be able to, to get back on the field i know how bad he wanted to uh you know he mike if you saw what he had to go through i mean he's at the ballpark for a seven or six 30 game here in the florida state league of course it's 110 degrees on the field the humidity is 98 percent and he's he's at the ballpark at 11 30 just to do his pre-game prep to go out and play five or six innings uh, and the things he had to do just so that he could prove to himself that it wasn't there anymore, speak volumes of the kind of guy he is. You know, he he felt in his heart that he owed the Mets his maximum effort because of all they've done for him over 18 seasons. And, and that's, the, that's the kind of person he is. And that's why, you know, I, when I, I told some of the guys in a I said, you want to be a great player, follow that guy around. Here he is, you know, he's, he's injured, but look at how he goes about getting ready for each and every game. And he doesn't have to. As you said, money's no object. This is about his love for the game, his his love for the organization and, and for what it means, and his love for the fan base in New York to try to come back.
0: Well, uh, clearly the team has missed David Wright, and the team has missed you this year. I'll say that. You don't have to say that. I'll say it. They have missed you a lot this year, too. We're talking with Terry Collins. One guy, and I did not want to get you on the talk about anybody but David, but I thought of this one guy because he just came up a couple minutes ago. How about Wheeler's year? I mean, he's pitched like an ace. He's 9 and twos in his last 15 starts, whip under one, uh, great ERA. How about him finding it all of a sudden?
1: Well, you know, you know, Mike, it was always there. You saw – you saw outings from from Zach Wheeler, you know, when he first came up. He pitched a game in San Francisco one time that was brilliant. He shut out the Marlins one night down in Miami. I mean, this guy, you saw all of all the you know all of the ability in the world. He's got all the stuff, and once in a while, it just you know it takes a while for it to click, and that's why it's a tough sport. It doesn't matter how you know what kind of stuff you had. You got to be able to put it together mentally uh, because that there's a lot to that when it comes to pitching. And Zach's finally matured a little bit, gets it, and now he's certainly off to you know, having a, uh, an outstanding season. I'm really happy for him.
0: Yeah, he has pitched exceedingly well. Well, listen, I, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I, I really do. Uh, and, and talking a little bit about David today because you were one of the guys I thought of who would be the perfect guy. Uh, things going well for you? You happy with things? Things going well?
1: Well, things are fine, Mike. I, you know, I had a great summer. I got to go and watch our minor leaguers uh, continually, and uh, you know, I'll tell you, there's some really, really exciting guys coming down the pike. They're a little ways away. They're young, but. You know they are very, very. Can we get some talent here? I think when Pete Alonzo gets up there, you're going to be pretty excited to watch the kind of. How about him? You know,
0: listen, we were hoping we would see him in September. I mean, he must be a pretty good. He's got to be a pretty good hitter. When he went to Triple A, averaged an RBI a game. I mean, the guy, and they say he's a pretty cocky kid. I would like to have seen him here this September.
1: I, I will tell you one thing, Mike. There are certain people who have the ability to drive runs in. He does. I saw him when Double A AA and Triple A with, with two outs and two strikes. I just swing down, wasn't worried about hitting the ball over the fence, and got base hits to right field. Got to hit a ground ball up the middle one time. And he just has the neck, and that's a special trait. There are not a lot of guys who can do that, and this kid's one of those guys. And, you know, he gets the business side. He was disappointed. I talked to him at length one day in Las Vegas about it, but, you know, there's a business end to this. And I told Pete, I said, your job now is to go to Arizona, have a huge fall league, and next year, make him, make him keep you in that lineup.
0: Terry, is McNeil a hitter? Is he a legitimate hitter? I haven't seen enough of him, and I don't know if he's a good fielder or not. But is he a legitimate hitter? Has he got a little Murphy in him, this uh, McNeil? Yeah,
1: I, I'm going to tell you what. If you had to, you name the perfect guy, that's exactly who he is. He's Daniel Murphy. You know, there's a special thing about being able to put the barrel on the baseball, and Jeffrey's got that. He. He just he just squares the ball up and now just again all of a sudden Dan learned how to get the ball off the ground. And he became a sticking home run hitter. Uh, Jeff McNeil he uses the field to hit. He's got some foot speed. You know he's he's gotten a lot better now. He's moved around the field defensively and I think. Once he stays at home, just like Murph did at a second base, he's going to be a you know he's going to be a decent second baseman. But his bat's going to you know, he's got power, so he's going to be a fun guy to watch in the future.
0: He looks like he knows how to hit. He looks confident too. He looks like he you know he's got an idea. I like guys that have an idea at the plate. He's got an idea at the plate.
1: Well, he's not afraid to swing, Mike. You know he's he's a guy who's you know he's a guy that again he'll hit the ball on the third base line if he has to. He knows how to get the barrel to the baseball, and that's a special trait. You, you know, those are some things everybody thinks you can teach everybody to be a good hitter. You can't. There are certain things that, as hand and eye coordination, a good guy. And when I first saw Jeff this summer, I, he was having it off to a good start, and all the minor instructors all said they thought this guy was going to hit when he could, when he, when he stayed healthy. I'm sure, he stayed healthy and showed it.
0: Rosario, it looked like the light went on at the end. It was a tough year for him for a long time this year. Late in the season, it looked like he kind of started to get it again, started to hit some home runs. It looked like he started to figure things out again late this season.
1: Yeah, I think the two hitting guys did an outstanding job with, with Rosie at the end of the year. I think they just kind of told him to get in the batter's box and stay aggressive. You know, lay off lay off the pitches he couldn't handle. But you know what? Not, don't be afraid to fit, hit the first pitch fastball this season. And I think it's made a big
0: difference for him. Listen, always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks, Terry, very much. Thanks, Appreciate my it. Thanks, Good to talk to you. My All pleasure. Done. Thank you. Terry yeah, Collins, bye-bye. great guy. One of my favorites.